Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast, brought to you by Advisorpedia. In this series, we interview innovators from across the financial services industry to help you understand who they are, what they do, and why that matters to you and your clients. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we are joined by Sean Brown, the president and CEO of YCharts. YCharts is an investment research platform that enables smarter investments and better client communications. They serve over 5,000 RIAs, financial planners, and asset managers who oversee more than $750 billion in assets. We've invited Sean on to discuss the many issues advisors are facing right now in terms of retaining clients. It's a big deal. Welcome, Sean. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I have left or am strongly considering leaving my advisor. That's something investors are saying more and more these days. What's going on here? Yeah, it's weird stuff. You know, I, I remember years ago, McKinsey published a study. It wasn't that many years ago. McKinsey said that the average retention rate uh, of an advisor um, retaining his customers was 95%. Um, we, we've done a study, did one, uh, not too long ago, about six, seven months ago that said nearly 50% of advised individuals either had stopped, uh, using that advisor or had strongly considered leaving their advisor. So a whole lot's changed. Uh, and, and what we found out in the study that we did is a lot of it had to do with communications and ineffective communications. So how did we get here? Prior to this recent phenomenon, advisors had a good 10 years where they could focus on building their business, prospecting, figuring out their tech stack. What happened? You know, there's that old, uh, what was that English poet, Geoffrey Chaucer, who who said all good things must come to an end. Um, In an 11-year bull market, communication sins are forgiven. You know, when when households are looking at their monthly or quarterly statements and they're always going up, 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 people can forgive poor communication as they're giving themselves high fives that they can now afford uh, yet another nice vacation or, or, or things like that. Um, that changed when the market got turbulent and all up, up, up and to the right wasn't... Uh, wasn't uh, quite the birth birthright, and I sometimes liken it. You know, Doug, I know you're a, you're a fan of of movies. It, it, do you remember in that scene in Jerry Maguire? You you remember Jerry Maguire, right? You and I, are older guys, yeah, remember absolutely. that movie? Yeah, absolutely. Show me the money. Well, show me the money. Late, late, late in the movie, um, Tom Cruise, uh, who uh, you know he played Jerry. He he and his client Rod Tidwell, who was Cuba Gooding, Gooding Jr. They were giving each other a big hug as uh, Rod Tidwell got a massive NFL contract renewal signed. And looking over in the corner was, you know, the villainous agent and his all-star client. And and the all-star client said, wow, I wish we had a relationship like that. And I think what you're seeing, or at least what I'm, my wife and I are seeing when we're at dinner parties, is there's a lot of people that are looking over at the other side of that that dinner table and hearing wonderful stories about great communication and great service from their advisor. 
And they're saying, I wish I could have a relationship like that. So I, I think uh, some advisors are doing the right things and others very much are not. So has there been a big change in client needs and requests since COVID? Is, was that the big deal there? So a couple of things we saw. We ran our survey in 2019 first. Uh, you know, that was pre-COVID. We ran it again in very late 2022. So that's obviously post-COVID. And I think the we, we saw uh, some things similar and some things very different. The things that we saw that was very different was what people want to hear about when they are talking to their advisor. Um, in 2019, you know, I think people got a little complacent in the fact that investment returns were going to be great. So what they said they really wanted to talk to their advisor about was just having a deep understanding of their own goals and just great customer service. Those were what people wanted to talk about. In 2022, what rose absolutely the, to the top by a large margin was that they wanted to hear about portfolio performance. And everything else was a distant second, third, or fourth. You know, um, you know, my understanding of my goals, hey, listen, show me the money. Show me how the money has gone up. That's what they wanted to talk about. Um, the thing that remained the same between the two surveys was the channels that they wanted to be communicated uh, over. And that remained that email is king. You know, 75% of people, roughly speaking, in both surveys said, um, when you're giving me that information, give it to me over email or a phone call. So you, you better be talking to me about my investment performance now. Uh, don't, don't worry so much about that birthday card you're going to send me or inquiring on how my ailing father's doing. Um, tell me what you're doing to grow my nest egg in a way that meets my criteria. So there's a lack of communication and what's been the consequence of their actions? How bad is it? Well, we learned that there were three specific consequences that uh, the survey respondents uh, shared with us. And those were number one, and very importantly, lack of confidence in the financial plan, the, the bedrock of what that relationship was all about. Number two is less willingness to recommend an advisor to their friends and family. And I think we both know the number one source of new clients for advisors historically has been recommendations. So, hey, if I'm not happy with your communication, I'm going to have less confidence in financial plan. I am also going to be unwilling to recommend you to a friend. And the final thing was, I'm going to be looking around, you know, and that's the that's the hardest one to deal with. And that uh, contradicts, obviously, that McKinsey study saying 95% retention, you know, when 50% of advised individuals are saying, I'm going to look around or I have already made the decision to switch. Um, that's a pretty big consequence. That is huge. So what are great advisors doing that this is not happening to them? Yeah, great question. I think it's the same as any problem in your personal life or business life, it, kind of the way you'd look at it. First, you have to recognize that there's an issue. So for advisors, you have to see that things have changed and you can't have your head buried in the sand about the way things have always been. Um, number two is you have to be introspective about where you're strong and where you're weak. Um, are you good at broadcasting things? 
Uh, are you good at narrow casting information? Um, are you comfortable in front of a camera? Are you uh, good with the written word? You have to be introspective about your strengths and weaknesses. Um, you also have to humble yourself a little bit to look for heroes or people that you could model some new things you want to try after. You know, who's really good out there with doing a podcast or who who do you think is eloquent in their writing or who, or who throws great events? You know, look around and see what best practices are and then um, really step up your game. Do some experimenting. Make sure you're talking about portfolio configurations, portfolio performance etc. And, um, you know, very, very close to my own heart. When you're communicating, try to leverage multiple senses for those parties that you're dealing with. And one of the ones that we think is extremely important and maybe underused is the, the power of visual, the power of simple pictures that tell, you know, are worth a thousand words. Any other tactics you're seeing to create happy and engaged clients? You know, I'd, I'd probably say four things that we've seen and, and we've tried to share with those who uh, reach out to us. One is commit to a cadence of different types of communications. So whatever those communication types are, a newsletter or a phone call or a podcast or webinar, you know, you're going to do those quarterly, monthly and week or weekly and, you know, set about to do it. Um, number two is try to create new touch points um, in whatever those channels that you have cadenced are. So, are, you know, do you want to do some analyses? Do you want to share interesting articles to you, that you learned? Do you want to add your perspectives on any number of topics? Uh, raising children uh, to the way markets work and macroeconomic things, all the way to why this asset class is very good and why it's relevant to you. So that's number two, which is different touch points. Number three is not all clients of yours are created equal. Some of them should be served champagne and some should be served sparkling water. Those that have the bigger nest egg or provide the greater greatest re referrals or serve to represent quintessentially the types of clients you desire in the future, they're probably worth more and handhold them more and give them absolute gold glove treatment without um, in any way underserving your other customers. But everybody walks away with a bubbly drink. Not all need to be champagne. Some can be sparkling water. And then the last thing I'd say is, you know, just, just make your client and their goals and understanding them and delivering, make those a priority for your practice. So, Sean, how does Y charts fit into this equation? It's a it's a great question, and it's why I'm passionate about this topic. Um, I know that um, only thirty to thirty five percent of American families are benefit from financial advisors. Um, there are so many unadvised, hardworking individuals that truly would benefit, whether their nest egg is small, medium, or you know their ultra high net worth. They would benefit from. Um, the help of advisors. So, you know, our mission is to help advisors gain, serve, and retain customers. And we try to do that by having a, a wonderful tool and by eating our own dog food and publishing a lot of great content that advisors are welcome 
to use in their own communications with their customers. So uh, a couple quick examples for you. You know, we do analyses and, you know, we'll send out the top 10 visuals uh, you should consider using for client or prospect meetings. We'll do an analysis on what are the leading indicators uh, that predict market declines. Um, what's the real impact of mega cap stocks? Are you aware that you actually have exposure to Tesla or Microsoft through nine of your funds? So we publish a lot of material that uh, advisors are welcome to white label and use in their client communication. And to the degree we haven't published something, our tool is very visual centric in its outputs. So pictures worth a thousand words, you want to create an interesting chart or a table or a scatter plot that helps communicate simply and elegantly your opinion. That's what people use our tool for, either for making better investment decisions or for improving their communication. We last talked about three years ago, and I see your firm in some form almost every day. So when you started this thing, you had a vision. Is it where you thought it would be at this point, or has it been a different evolution? We set ambitious goals, and actually, I think we're well beyond where we thought we'd be, but we're far short of where I'd love to be. And and the way I measure that is behind every great wealth advisor are somewhere between 80 and 100 hardworking families. Um, if I told you, you know, you mentioned we're north of 5,000 uh, customers, we're, we're approaching 10,000 customers and we've doubled over the last couple of years on every dimension. Um, but if you do some quick math with 124 million American households, at this point in time with our customer base, we are only enabling about 800,000 of those, you know, less than a million households. So somewhere between a half of a percent and 1% of U.S. households benefit from what YCharts does for advisors. And, and I find that incredibly humbling and incredibly motivating that I'd love the great advice that we help advisors deliver and the great communications. Our, our mission is to move from 10,000 customers to 20,000 customers to 50,000 customers with the end goal being those hardworking Americans that the advisors serve and how can we indirectly without those hardworking Americans probably ever knowing why charts name, how can we help our advisor clients uh, better serve them? So I'm sure you have a path forward to get there. Yeah. You know, then in, in, for me, the path forward starts with our vision, which is to power the insights and conversations that drive the financial goals and dreams of those hardworking Americans. Um, you know, to get there, we're just laser focused on having an incredibly enabling product that continues to be indispensable for our customers. You know, there, there was a day six, seven years ago where people would come to use the YCharts platform once a month or once a quarter. Now they're using it on average 30 minutes every single day. Um, we are a part of the everyday workflow. Um, well, that's nice, but we can do more. You know, we'll be doing more integrations with third parties to make it simpler uh, to have inputs and outputs to Y charts, additional data offerings, you know, bond data, uh, et cetera, things like that. Uh, AI and I enabling both advice and customer support. 
um, continuing to find ways to make our, you know, legendarily great customer support better. So we are evolving very quickly um, and we'd like to be evolving even quicker. So, you know, we'll, we'll continue to do what we're doing. We're just going to keep turning up the dials on that, publish more great content that advisors can use and uh, just continue to serve their goals. You're still having fun? Well, I, I'm, I'm still having fun as long as we, we stay humble about how few hardworking Americans we're serving. And there, you know, we're having a ton of fun trying to figure out how to increase that number and how to, you know, um, just have a bigger impact on our market in the world. Everything we do should be about the end client. And it seems like that's your goal. So Sean, great stuff. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. And Doug, I wanted to see if I could, uh, offer up to your listeners if if they go to go.ycharts.com forward slash advisorpedia. Um, happy to provide them access to this communication survey that I referenced um, with a lot more details than I went over. And also we'll give them the opportunity to take a trial of Ycharts and have a 20% discount uh, off of any eventual purchase. So thank you very much for having me on though. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes too. To learn more about YCharts itself, please visit YCharts.com. Please follow us for timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smolin, our engineer, Tori Miller, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heigenman.